Hello to all you lovely word nerds. I am very grateful that you are joining me. Welcome to my podcast called The Dictionary, which is the only podcast in the world read by this guy. So we are on the second to last episode. These both are going to be kind of short. Um, so I made your life easier. Um, this first word for this episode is azimuth or azimuth. A-Z-I-M-U-T-H. It is a noun from the 14th century. One, an arc of the horizon measured between a fixed point, as true north, and the vertical circle passing through the center of an object, usually in astronomy and navigation clockwise from the north point through 360 degrees. Did you understand that? The arc of the horizon measured between a fixed point and the vertical passing through the center of an object, usually in astronomy and navigation clockwise from the north point through 360 degrees. Number two, horizontal, flip the page, horizontal direction expressed as the angular distance between the direction of a fixed point as the observer's heading and the direction of the object. Azimuthal is an adjective. Azimuthally is an adverb. Uh, so we have a picture. Maybe I will either take a picture of this and post it, or I will find a, another picture of it. But I'm going to describe it to you. Uh, let's see. Do we want to read that? No, we'll do the picture first. Okay. So we have a very simple 3D drawing of the top half of a, uh, a globe, essentially. Um, looks like a dome. Hey, do you remember when I couldn't think of the word dome because I'm dumb? Uh, I was talking about an aviary. Uh, I'm so stupid. Okay, so we have, um, there's a there's a circle on the ground, and then there's a line that goes from one side, zero degrees, up into the air, and then lands at 180 degrees on the other side of the circle. And this arc is a perfect half circle. So there's that. Then we have a line uh, that cr- that goes between those two points, 0 and 100, 180 degrees of that arc. Then we have a line, a dotted line, going straight up from the middle point of the circle on the ground that goes up to the center point of the arc. Then we have a quarter arc, or I guess it would be a quarter, an arc which is a quarter of a circle, going from that center point of the arc back down to a different part of the circle on the ground. Don't worry, this will make sense when you see it, which you could probably be looking at it now. Then we have a sun, a little picture of a sun, part of the way up of that second arc. That's just a quarter of a circle, and there's a dotted line going up to that from the center. Then we have a dotted line going again from the center along the ground to a different part um, not zero degrees, not 180 degrees, just a different part, and it goes off, and there's that zero degrees to that part is shaded. Okay, so this is azimuth. Number one is, uh, let's see, oh, azimuth one, the first definition. Number one is the horizon. So there's a one pointing to, uh, it's the circle on the ground. That's the horizon. Number two is pointing to the very top point of that first arc I mentioned in the air, uh, the one that's a half circle, the very top point of that is the zenith. There is an old TV company called Zenith. Number three is called the star. So that is pointing right to the thing that I said that looks like a sun. Okay, number four 
is the meridian, and that is pointing to that arc, that half-circle arc in the air. Uh, that is the meridian. Number five is the vertical circle, and that is pointing to that second arc I talked about that's only a quarter of a circle. I hope you're understanding this. Number six is our main word azimuth, and that is the section uh, that is shaded from zero degrees to the other angle point that's, uh, that was marked off by the dotted line on the ground. Uh, that is the azimuth. Uh, and then number seven, we have it's pointing to the center point and uh, on the ground, and that is the observer. So what does this mean? Um, I don't know. All right, we're going to move on to azimuthal equidistant projection. This is a noun from 1942. A map projection of the surface of the Earth so centered at any given point that a straight line radiating from the center to any other point represents the shortest distance and can be measured to scale. All right, next we have azine, A-Z-I-N-E, it, it, or it could just be azine. It is a noun from 1887, a compound of the general formula. Oh, boy. Uh, all right, so I'm going to skip the formula. I'm going to read the definition, and then I'm going to come back to the formula. And there's two versions of the formula. So it says, a compound of the general formula formed by the action of hydrazine on aldehydes or ketones. So the first formula is RCH equals NN equals CHR. Second formula is R2C equals NN equals CR2. And of course, the numbers are subscript. They're small and below the numbers. I don't know what those mean. We are going to move on to azo or azo, and it is spelled A-Z-O. It is an adjective from circa 1879 relating to or containing the divalent group N equals N united at both ends to carbon. Now we have azodi or azodi, two separate words. Di is D-Y-E. It is a noun from 1884. Any of numerous dyes containing azo or azo groups. Now we have azonic, A-Z, oh no, azoic, A-Z-O-I-C. It is an adjective from 1845, having no living beings, especially of or relating to the part of geologic time that antedates life, compared to the number one definition for Archean, A-R-C-H-E-A-N. This is from A plus the Greek word zoe, which means life, which we learned recently, and there's more at the word quick somehow. Next we have azole. A-Z-O-L-E. I am not going to make that joke because it's not family-friendly, but you can figure it out. could also be azole. Uh, it is a noun from circa 1899. Any of numerous compounds characterized by a five-membered ring containing at least one nitrogen atom. Now we have azonal. A-Z-O-N-A-L. It is an adjective from 1938 of relating to or being a soil or a major group of soils lacking well-developed horizons, often because of immaturity. Compared to the synonyms intrazonal, I guess they're not synonyms, but compared to intrazonal and zonal. I feel like I remember learning that when you're talking about soil um, and horizons, 
I think it the horizons mean that there's different layers of soil. When you go down, you dig down, and you see different layers, different types, those might be called horizons. I'm not 100% sure on that, but I feel like I learned that. Okay, we are going to do the last word for this episode. Um, it is azo, azoospermia. Azoospermia. A-Z-O-O-S-P-E-R-M-I-A. It is a noun from circa 1881. Absence of spermatozoa from the seminal fluid. Uh, so that would mean the, uh, the the semen from a man has no sperm. That would probably happen after he gets a vasectomy. This is from Greek uh, azoos, A-Z-O-O-S, which means lifeless. Uh, that is from A plus zoe, which means life, plus sperma, which means semen or seed. And there's more at the word sperm. So what is our word of the episode? Well, I wasn't a big fan of all those chemistry science ones because I didn't understand what I was talking about. So I'm going to pick azimuth as the word of the episode. Oh boy, we're almost there. Um, we are at the top of page 88. We have one more uh, quarter to do. And um, I don't know what my little note says, but I'm changing things up if it's wrong. Anyway, that is it. We've almost done it. And then we have to do it for 15 more years, 25 more times. Thank you very much for joining me. I have no idea if I'll be doing the next episode by myself or if I'll have a guest or what's going on, um, but it's, it's going to get done. Thank you for listening to this podcast read by me, some idiot. Thank you and goodbye.